Radio Zoom one two four. Six song donut spectacular. Six song donut spectacular. Six song donut spectacular. Six song. Six song donut spectacular. Six song. Six song donut spectacular. The six song donut spectacular. The six song donut spectacular on Radio Zoom. Day late and not a song short. Six song Don't Spectacular coming up to you for the first month of 2007. Oh, so I guess I should rephrase that. This is the first six song for the year 2007. And uh, I'm going to, you know, bring up another theme, as I usually do. I just took a sip of coffee. I'm trying to kind of come back here to my senses because uh, it was a little warmer than I thought it was going to be. So I was trying to... Uh, fit it in before I turn the mic on, and that didn't work out so well. Oh well. Tongue's still working pretty well. Uh, the theme for this week, which if you're not familiar, the sixth song is uh, comes out in the middle of every month, and I bring you exactly the sixth song, Don't Spectacular, six songs. Usually there's some sort of theme. And this one, I really couldn't come up with anything. So last night, I, uh, I was obviously behind on, on planning. We've enjoyed a nice two weeks off of Rebecca on, uh, on vacation, so we've been doing a lot of uh, basically being lazy, and, and that's kind of why I didn't quite get this episode out yesterday, and I had some other projects, kind of blah, blah, blah. So last night I was asking her, what should I do? What should I do for this theme? Because I, I could not, for the life of me, come up with anything. So, based on her suggestion, we're going to do a ska show. Some of you are going to be like, oh, that sounds pleasant. Some of you are going to be like, oh, God. Sky show. Bear with me. We'll get through this together. And to be honest, uh, I, we'll talk a little bit about it. I've been thinking about it a little bit. Um, uh, I, I like ska. And a lot of my, oh, mid and late teenage years wasn't necessarily all ska. But, you know, punk, ska, rock. Hardcore, hard rock, it all kind of um, mended in with each other and kind of, you know, they all ex- existed at the same time. And you know what? You can say ska is dead all you want, but it's it's still there, maybe underneath the surface, but it's still out there, circulating, waiting, waiting for you to go back and listen to it. So that's what we're going to do. Six songs right here, all ska, and... Uh, I think, for the most part, you're gonna dig it. The pendulum swings. A fresh start that changes everything. A raise in the bar. The future's in star. The pendulum swings. The pendulum swings. Yes, your life is on a string. Your son in this place. Scar, the pendulum swings. 
Toasters with the song Pendulum, and that kicks off this ska edition of the sixth song. The Toasters are actually uh, going to – well, they're known as the longest-running ska band in history. Uh, and if you go to their site, you're going to find out two things, that this is true, and B, that they also have a uh, another album coming out. So that just kind of goes to show you that they've been together since – gosh, man. I was looking at the wiki the other night, and I'll explain why here in a second, but um, – it was, uh, I think, the early 80s that the Toasters actually formed. And uh, they've been going since, um, I would say, going strong. But uh, if you go go to their site, and they have a list of all their former members, and it's a long list. You know, you have to scroll through. And we're, we're not just talking about, you know, uh, changing up a trombone player or, you know, trumpet player or whatever. They've gone through a few different uh, vocalists and things like that. So it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting to to read about them and go check out their wiki because it's it's you know more background information on them and uh, I'm not going to have any of the uh, URLs off the top of my head so you're going to definitely check out the show notes so you can get links to them. It, it was one time where I went to go check out this band that this uh, roommate of mine uh, recommended going seeing. Actually, I think it was a friend of my roommate that you know there's a band playing. We go check them out. Blah blah blah, and. Um, Went down there, and the band that we ended up going to see, and people, you know, people might have heard this story before. Longtime listeners of the podcast, I think I've told this, uh, but then also fans of the Toasters are going to know this pretty well, pretty quickly. The band that we went to go see was called the Pilfers, and um, went and saw the opening groups. I, you know, for the life of me, I cannot remember who it was that opened up for them, and you know, generally that's the case right you go there to go you know going to see a band that's the main act you don't know uh, who's going you you hardly know who the band is that you're going to see in the first place it's the main act so it totally makes the opening acts even more of a blur but this is at the time that i was also doing college radio so my instinct was to you know find out more about the guys that were actually sitting in the back of the uh, the bar there near the merchandise table and just hanging out and uh oh we started Talking to the guy who we found out was the lead singer, and then uh, of the Pilfers, and then also the guy who figured out that was a guitarist, and then uh, this chick that was the bass player, so on and so forth, and and uh, we even started a well, the lead singer ended up actually hitting on the girl that I was dating at the time. That's uh, that was no big deal to me. It wasn't that necessarily that he was hitting on her. It just you know he kept asking her to give her. Or have, asking her to give him back rubs, so it's, it's one of those deals. But everything was cool in the end, and we ended up talking a little bit more. And oh, you know, 
where have you guys been? What are you guys doing on tour? Blah, blah, blah. Putting out a record. It's been difficult getting this record put together. And, uh, you know, talking about music in general and being in a band. And, and uh, he's like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, uh, you know, he, at this point, he'd already told me his name, his name being Cooley. I was like, oh, okay, oh, great. You're a lead singer of a ska band and your name is Cooley, whatever. It didn't click to me. But uh, he's just like, yeah, it got together and I didn't know what to, you know, we got this band put together. We, we had, a, it was a wing and a prayer. We didn't know what we were going to do. And, uh, you know, after my, I left my other band and put this thing together, it was just, it was really tough and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, what was the other band? And Cooley looks at me and he goes, oh, the Toasters. And that's when I clicked. I'm like, you're Cooley from the Toasters, Cooley ranks. Oh, so I was talking to one of the guys that's, you know, was a part of basically, you know, different portions of Scott history. I wouldn't say, you know, he was monumental, but, you know, the, the Toasters themselves are being the longest running ska band in history. That was pretty cool. And it was kind of an interesting moment. And it's like, oh, okay. Now I know who you are. So that was uh, something I caught on, I think, punknews.org or something like that. But the Toasters are going to uh, be putting out a new album here soon so i went to the website and we just sat here listening to uh their online streaming uh, while i was reading some different things so it was kind of fun and of course told rebecca those stories about you know meeting cooley and, and those guys so ska has definitely been a part of uh oh the history of music and it, it still is it still kind of creeps up uh, rebecca and i have a long time affinity and more so her i think for less than jake i was going to try and throw them into this mix but um I've already played them in a few different episodes, so I went for some other stuff that uh, I know I've played in, in, in uh, during my days in college radio and also growing up because this band right here, um, you might know them, at least you might know the name, especially if you, if you, oh man, if you go through record, if you're one of those guys like me that would just spend days going to record store to record store to record store. I'm not talking like mega stores. I'm not talking like those Virgin mega stores or whatever. I can't remember those those piece of crap stores in the mall. Those were always like the last stops. We went to like you know the stuff that was like used and stuff like that. And uh, but if you're flipping through the yeses, you saw these guys. Skank and pickle. Thick ass stout is the name of the song. This is the sixth song on Resume.
for that part skink and pickle with the song thick ass stout and uh that um oh i know they're on asian man records now uh which i did do an asian all like asian man uh uh episode of the sixth song a few months ago i can't remember when it was but i i was actually looking through my um uh archives before i did this episode because like did i already do a ska show i couldn't remember uh but you can find them um on, on that record label, the reason I I was just thinking like you know where did I pick up on Skank and Pickle and it was because of my good friend in high school at the time I think I must have been about seventeen when uh, I discovered Skank and Pickle and at that point I couldn't quite tell you what a Skank and Pickle was and you know I thought oh Skank and Pickle it must mean it's like a rotten pickle or you know Skank and pickle, and I didn't really quite understand what skanking was at the time. And and uh, I, of course, you know, ska fans out there will be like, you don't know what skanking is. Oh my god, you know. Well, I, I figured it out. Trust me. Um, 
is all that you know systematic discovery of music that you go through it in your teenage years and but in in my college in my, my freshman year of college my first year of college there was this guy that uh, there, there's that you know when you go to college there's that one class that everybody has to take it's like taking English or or whatever in high school or like uh, I don't know there's always that that prerequisite that everyone has to take and and in in, uh, in my class uh, we had to give uh, speeches and you know do different group projects or whatever and this one guy was so into ska I mean he was a he was a music major uh, he played trombone he uh, played trombone in the marching band or whatever but of course he was really big on on ska and um, you know he seemed like all the projects he would do he was doing it on ska and in some sort of way like something about the history of it uh, and i think there was even one project where in the we had to give a demonstration so of course what was his demonstration like it, that was the, the 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 core of the project is like it had to be a speech presentation but within the presentation or within the speech you had to give a demonstration of something of course his was skanking so in the middle of this class was this guy i mean he even had uh, you know uh, the the checkered something I, I forget you know it seemed like he had like a checkered shirt or a checkered pair of shoes or a checkered uh, hat that he would wear. Regardless, there was this guy demonstrating to everybody how to skank in the middle of class in the middle of this presentation, and uh, it you know I I know that I, in college and in high school I did a lot of things that related back to radio some way that I could you know make some sort of audio program or audio presentation, but never. Never, never, never did I ever skank in class. Here's another band that I've had many opportunities to go see and never have, and I don't even know if they're still around anymore, but uh, they're good. MU330, six song. Oh, 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 I'm not your favorite show, yeah. 
MU330 with the song Favorite Show, and uh, that comes off of their album. Oh, geez, I don't have the album in front of me. At least what it is. But, uh, you know, check out the show notes, and I, I, I wonder if they're still around. I think they're Chicago-based. I could be completely off. I can't remember, but, you know, my days uh, working the college radio, I've got numerous requests for the MU330, and I can't remember what was the song that people would request all the time. It wasn't that one, but... Um, it's really good stuff, and and I think the thing about ska that I think enjoy the most is 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 less of the kind of uh, reggae kind of hook to it as much as I enjoy like kind of the up tempo uh, kind of almost punk rock ska music. I I think I, I dig that a little bit more, but at the, at the same time, there's times where you just want to kind of tune it down a little bit and. Uh, you know, just kind of relax and kind of get that reggae feel. Not all the time. It's not totally my my, my bag, but, you know, sometimes it, it works out. I want to also explain really quickly. I realized I was speaking – I was talking about skanking, and uh, maybe I should explain a little bit more what skanking is. It, it's just a, a method of dance. It sounds a lot dirtier than it actually is, but um, the best way to sum it up is like you're running in place or, um, I don't know, kind of bouncing to one – or to uh, either leg, back and forth. It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe there's an entry on Wikipedia that I can look up and put that in the show notes. I'll, I'll try to find something in the show notes and I'll put it in there and I'm sure it'll be comical when you go click on it and be like, that's skanking. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, whatever. Um, we're, in the, we're at a show surrounded by a bunch of people. It's just, it's fun. And uh, that I can say that there's you know moment i I even to this day you know you you don't need to go to a show and 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 get drunk to enjoy a show i think those are the best types of shows if you can just get into it and you're just not necessarily in the mosh pit but you know you're just in the the fray and 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 you're just bouncing with everybody and and nobody's throwing elbows but you're bouncing off of each other and and just having a good time and, and and that atmosphere is often what you find at ska shows, but well, it used to. I don't really hear very many ska shows happening these days. Eh, they happen, they do, but they're not as prevalent as like the days of Real Big Fish and 
the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones and stuff like that. So uh, let's go ahead and play another one. Speaking of <clears throat> the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones, I saw these guys open up for the Boss Stones. Uh, they also played – was it actually – maybe it wasn't the Boss Stones. Maybe they opened up for Less Than Jake. I don't remember. saw Less Than Jake a couple times. Eh, it's not coming to me. But um, the Mad Caddies, and uh, they are way, way wicked to go see. And they have kind of a different brand. Like They almost bring in that old – well, you, you'll kind of catch it right here in this in this track. But they bring in that kind of 1920s kind of feeling to their music on occasion. But watch out. It gets kind of loud. Villains is the name of the song. Mad Caddies.
Rudiments with the song Wailing Paddle. And I found that song, and actually pretty much all of these songs on the Podsafe Music Network. And uh, if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have been able to throw this uh, this episode together so quickly. But I was very surprised to find so many bands, so many ska bands that uh, I, I know uh, on, the, on the PMN. And uh, so you can... Go there and find out more for yourself, but I'll also be posting links in the show notes, and hopefully hopefully these guys are still around and there's still websites existing for most of these bands. Most of these bands originate out of uh, you know Southern California, that, Southern, that SoCal sound, um, or at least that's where they put on the PMN, um, and usually it seems like they just kind of move that way. Uh, I think Less Than Jake, which I've mentioned, are more – you know it, it, they kind of head towards – the coasts. I think Les and Jake kind of dwell around in Florida. Uh, I might mention my my Boston's, of course, Boston, Boston's. Uh, they're out in the East Coast, and then you got uh, you know like Skank and Pickle, and they're hanging out in California. So it's kind of just how it works out, I guess. It's just the way that things kind of go. I don't know. Some of these bands. Though you know, it's it's like who knows where that guy was in from my class. He could be. Some sort of SoCal punk ska band somewhere, or he also could be playing for the Brian Sesser Orchestra. You never know, really. You never know. Got one last track for you though, Johnny Sacco, and this is another band that uh, many opportunities to go see, and I just never took the opportunity. Um, eh, it's just one of those things, you know. When you're in college, you got limited resources, and uh, yeah, you can't go see everybody, but still. Uh, it's it's a it's a good way to to wind down this episode because the song's called Spa and yeah let's all go to the spa. Radio Zoom. <laughs> i 
Johnny Sacco with the song Spa, and that is the final track wrapping up this episode of the Six Song Don't Spectacular, an all-ska episode. I was thinking, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier about how I, I, how would I discover most of these bands besides, you know, doing the college radio thing, uh, which exposed me to a lot of bands. Like, there's a lot of things I wish I could have played for you, uh, like Metascoph. Oh, man, I always say this wrong. Metascopheles? Yes. And, uh, Oh, was it? Maybe it was Skanking Pickle. I can't remember. It was maybe it was the Metascopheles that did the song Bumblebee Tuna. Um, you know, there's a there's something to be said about uh, when you're a DJ at a free form radio station, meaning that there really is no format, and you're basically just let loose uh, upon the uh, the library. Even though that there was some sort of set rules and guidelines, you know, still. Uh, there was that one band that every day, or I'm sorry, not every day, but every shift that you went in, you played, and we called them crutch bands. But the, on the flip side of that, there was always that one person, or the uh, you know, they might be working in a shift somewhere, and they call in and request that one song every single time that you were on the air, even though you're only in there once a week, at least on the air, doing a free form, you know, DJ shift. They would request a song, and that song, Bumblebee Tuna, was one of those. And uh, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. But uh, a lot of different things I wish I could play for you. But, you know, like I said about Skanking Pickle, you know, if you if, if you were growing up and you are going to record stores like, you know, and I realize my experience is going to be different than the, the generations before me, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I, I remember a, a, a time where there were, oh, one, two, three, four, four, five record stores and, you know, used record stores. Um, and they were record stores, yes. They had CDs and they had LPs. Uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the vinyl still does exist out there, but the, the places to get that stuff is very, very slim. And I uh, hung out with a bunch of vinyl heads uh, in my days of high school and college. You know, people that are just obsessed with buying as much music as they possibly could on, on, uh, on, on vinyl and uh, those people still exist, of course. Hard, not very many people are pressing it very much these days, but people are still making singles and, uh, well, some putting uh, records on the vinyl. And but you know, our future generation is going to have that ability to to discover Skank and Pickle by going to your local used record shop because you're not going to be able to find Skank and Pickle in uh, you know in a Virgin Mega Music Store. Well, okay, maybe in Virgin Mega Music Store, but uh, are you going to have that same experience that you can, you know, take it out of the the case and take it over to the guy in the in the booth and say, "Can I listen to this first before I buy it?" Because I mean, yeah, maybe you can do that now, but it's so different because somebody's wearing the shirt with a name tag and everything's all prepackaged and free prefabbed, and you know, I, I'm talking about those record stores where you walked in and it was it smelled like patchouli and and uh, the guy behind the uh, the the counter you didn't know when the last time that he bathed or if he ever bathes and uh, he turns around and puts the CD into the crappy looking no name CD 
player that they bought because that's the only thing they really can afford or that they really want to spend money on because they don't want to, you know, all the rest of the money sunk into all the merchandise sitting around the store. So you wonder if future generations are going to have the ability to experience that. There's a few stores here in Vancouver. Well, some uh, One of my best friends came out here almost a year ago, explored some of them, but uh, they're disappearing. And, uh, you know, will will that be around? Will that experience be there for the future generations? I kind of doubt it, but, you know, it remains to be seen. So, wraps it up. Another sick song. In the tubes. And heading out to you. Sorry it's a little late. I hope you can kind of uh, understand that, uh, you know, having a two-week vacation with Rebecca home. We watched a lot of movies and explored the city just a tiny bit, but it's been cold here. And for those of you not paying attention to the news, Stanley Park is pretty much in shambles, so we couldn't go wandering around there very much. And I don't know, we made the best of it, and uh, we had a good time sleeping in and watching lots of movies. We played too much GameCube. A friend of ours loaned us a GameCube, and ugh. You can waste way too much time playing Mario Party. Let's just say that. Another six song rolling out to you in about 30 days. One month. In the meantime, check out the rest of the episodes. RadioZoom.net. Go there. Get the show notes. Get the links to all these bands. Find out more about them. And, uh, yeah. Do some research. It's not a record store, but I do what I can. We'll check you later. Adios. Adios.